Hey, it's your host, Rob Kohansky. Welcome to Local First Podcast, where I interview local business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to tell their inspiring stories about them and about their business so you can learn more about them. Just a reminder, this podcast is made possible by Home Solutions Realty. I'd really appreciate it if you would forward the podcast by sharing, subscribing on iTunes, and leaving reviews and recommendations for future guests and topics. I want to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. Local First Podcast. Today we have on the show Melissa Blair with Cultivating Sales. Welcome. Hi, Rob. How are you doing today? I'm excellent. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for being on the show today. We really want to get into learning more about you and your business and how you help others out. So let's get right into it. So let's start out by getting to know, learning a little bit more about you, your backstory. Let's start with where'd you grow up? What did you enjoy doing or what do you enjoy doing in your spare time? (laughs) (laughs) And what did you do before you started your own business? Ah, I grew up in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. So kind of over by Lake Geneva. A lot of people know where Lake Geneva is. They call that the Hamptons of the Midwest. Uh, So I grew up there uh, pretty much out in the country. We weren't on a farm, but everybody around us was on a farm. So we had to drive anywhere to even get a gallon of milk. And so um, the other place I lived close by was uh, Alpine Valley. So that's... Get to see a lot of concerts? Actually, we could hear all the concerts from our backyard. We had an in-ground pool and so I'd invite people over and we wow. would sit and listen. You couldn't see it, <laughs> but it was fun because we could listen to it. And then, of course, after the big events, there was always stuff strewn in our, our yard. So my, my parents weren't as happy about that. But yeah. We clo- lived close enough that we got garbage. <laughs> That's interesting. I imagine. Yeah. Okay, so what did you do before you started your business? Uh, a number of things. I'm at the age where I've experienced a lot throughout. Uh, I had uh, my first business in my 20s, early 30s, and that was sales training, sales consulting. We helped companies hire salespeople and train them. And I did that for about 11 years, and then I sold it. And I sold it because I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom at that point. We had two little ones, and we didn't anticipate a third, but had another. (laughs) So I was home for about eight years. And um, uh, anybody that's done that knows that that's that's a challenging job in itself. Wonderful. I'm glad I did it, but but challenging. And uh, and then after that, when it came time to, when our youngest went to school, I got into... um, the robotics, factory automation uh, industry kind of stumbled into it and loved it. I was marketing, and uh, so it was fun to get in and uh, learn about that whole industry. And then did that for about 10 or so years, and then realized at 55, if I wanted to run my own business again, it was time to do that. Time to jump in, right? <laughs> time to do it, yep. So I, 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 I set out a plan. And quit my job, and then the plan fell apart. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was, fortunately, I had a business coach, and he was able to help me uh, reevaluate what it was that I really wanted to be doing. And it was one of the best things that ever happened. Uh, as in hindsight, usually you look back and say, oh, I'm glad that happened that way. And it was kind of the same thing. So now I've been doing this new business for about a year and a half. That's awesome. I give you a lot of credit for, you know, I, I don't want to say this because I'm probably about the same age as starting over. 
Yeah. And people always think, and I see this all the time, is where individuals will, they get so comfortable and so set in their ways that are unwilling to take that risk and that challenge to get out there and do something and do something different and do something they really love. Yeah. And that's something I really applaud people that do. And I do applaud you for that because I turned 50 this year and I'm in the process of reinventing myself and I'm scared of shit. (laughs) <laughs> I really am. I'm like, at the same time, I'm so excited. At the same time, I'm going, what yeah, the hell what am, am I, I doing? doing? Uh, but you, you know what? But And you have to be married to somebody that goes, oh, okay. It's supportive, right? <laughs> yeah. And, I know, and I'm, fortunate enough, I'm fortunate enough with that, that, you know, I do have a wife that's very supportive, and I'm able to bounce yeah, ideas for her. And and sometimes when it's not right, she lets me know. And, you know, and I use her as a consumer, uh, my daughter just graduated Whitewater, oh. so I'm using her as a social media consumer. I'm like, I'm asking her like, when yeah. do you when do you log on to Facebook? When do you listen to videos? They when don't do you log listen? on to Facebook. Well, maybe now they, in college they, they do, but in high school they, they do. And I, I'm getting some good information. Is like, when do they actually uh, get online? What times yeah. a day? How many times? And I'm asking her these questions. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, well, instead of sitting there, you could be my social media director, but you got too many other things going. Yeah, and, I tried that with my 17-year-old too, and yeah. then when I would ask her to do something, she'd roll her eyes, and I'm like, "Okay, this isn't this gonna work." Nowhere, right? Never yeah. mind. Go do your laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that does. I get gets a roll of, roll of the eyes as well. But, oh my yeah. goodness, yeah, we try. Yeah. All yeah. right, let's let's get back into you. Oh. All right. Okay. Uh, tell me what you do at Cultivating Services, and you know, give us like you know, concise points of uh, how you help your clients or what what do you do for them. Well, and that goes back to what it is that I really love to do. And um, there's all kinds of marketing jobs. There's social media. There's web web development. There's video. There is a lot of different avenues of marketing. My favorite part is technology and blending technology and marketing together. So I got into uh, automated um, nurture-type programs, software programs, back, gosh, it was early 90s before the internet and we would do these campaigns where every week we would send out letters like puffy mailers so that you had to remember okay this customer's on week or this prospect's on week number three but this prospect's on week number four and you had to run the oh it was just a nightmare but I love the idea of the technology being able to help us so with that my my um, business coach and I really sat down and said okay what could you do with that and um the more I talked to, my, my parents were both uh, entrepreneurs. My dad owned uh, a limestone quarry in Whitewater. My mom got into uh, network marketing back in the late 70s. So I was a junior in high school and made 100000 our first year. Back in the 70s, that was huge. So they've always been independent. I, of course, had that first business in my 20s. So I realized that entrepreneurship, small business is really in my DNA. It's, it's what I love. I remember going to work for my dad and doing the books at his business. And we always answered the phone a certain way at home because it was business. And so I wanted to work with small businesses. So I'm really focusing on the solopreneur, uh, maybe three and under employees. So really, really small and saying, okay, what do you struggle with? And a lot of times they know that they need the technology because the te- technology will help them automate, which you know you and I talked about. Or automation is key if you're a one, two-person organization. Um, but they struggle with the, with the technology a little bit. And they want to 
kind of keep it all in one system. Most of us start out where we pick up one software program and we pick up another one to do something else and maybe another one to do something else and then none of them all talk to each other and the next thing you know, they're pulling their hair out because what they know should be helping them is no longer helping them. So what we've put together is a, what I nickname, I don't even have a fancy name for it or anything yet, is just our solopreneur software. And it's uh, like six different systems all in one. So it's a CRM, it's a scheduling uh, program, it's uh, you can register for classes and uh, events, it takes care of all the payments, takes care of document sharing, there's a client portal, there's email and text marketing. So it's all in one system so that they just learn the one system, they learn how to use it, it's, it's very user friendly, that's the one thing I hear the most, and then they're being able to spend their time doing what they love to do instead of fighting with technology. So that's what I do. <laughs> that's good. I, I like that. Because what Nancy earlier, we talked about yeah. that as well. Is like so many people are scared of technology or computers. I, I have a technology background myself. Yeah. So it just comes simple to yeah. me. And I know that I can back it up. I'm not going to break it. I can start over. It's not a big deal. But I know a lot of people out there that um, are technology challenged. Yes. And that's where you come in. Or they even, some of my customers are pretty good with technology. They just don't want to spend their time on it. So they, because they even say, you know, it's fun to get into and I love tinkering around, but that's not where I'm making my money. Exactly. So they would rather have me help them with that rather than, than them, them, them spending going, it. Oh, yeah. No doubt, no so doubt. I get a little bit of both. Those that, that really don't want to touch much of it and those that like it, but just want it laid out so that they can go in, do what they need to do in five, 10 minutes and boom, they're out of there. Perfect customer. That's the perfect customer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. All right. So take us on a journey. Like what has been some of your challenges, some of your setbacks through this whole process, uh, whether it's, you know, with cultivating services or, you know, throughout that entire process as an entrepreneur, I mean, what is, what is some of your biggest challenges wow. that you've had to like, you know, step back and, and either start over or, you know, just, what you got to do to push forward? Well, as I said in the beginning, um, what I quit my job to do was, and, and having just interviewed uh, Nancy Lucchese, I was going to build mobile apps. And it, it, it was the same exact system. The, I mean, we were sisters, but didn't even know each other at the time. And so I was into it just a couple months, and um, Apple came out, and I don't know if she talked about this at all, but Apple came out and basically said, you can't use... Uh, software to program apps anymore that they all have to be custom designed and custom developed. Well, what really jazzed me about doing apps was was for small businesses so that could, we could they could afford to do it uh, with, with using the technology that we were using. And so when Apple said that, it means going back to the twenty to fifty to seventy thousand dollars to custom develop an app. Well, of course, I went, okay, I just started. I don't want to start fighting Apple and Google and these big companies and all that. So that's where I met with my business coach and, and transitioned. So then I was at a networking event and I see this gal's name, Nancy Lucchese, and um, went, oh my God, she's doing. And so we sat down. I mean, people thought we had been friends for years because we did. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, we just met now. And so we became fast friends. And now we even have an accountability call every Monday afternoon to work on the things that, that, you know, our goal setting and all that kind of stuff. So it has been a wonderful transition to watch her business grow. Because, by the way, Apple did go back and change their mind. 
there was a bunch of petitions and congressmen that got involved and said, hey, you're hurting the small business community. And they went, oops, you're right. So it was about December. So that was, that was way after I'd already transitioned. So it was good for her because she, she had enough going that she was able to ride through that stage. And uh, so it's, it's, it's fun to see it. And, it. and now, actually, I just sold an app where we're going to be doing some work together. We're actually going to partner on a project together. So I was like, woo, full circle. <laughs> That's fun to collaborate with other people and get stuff done. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she's got the expertise in that now. The part I'm playing is a little bit different, but it's it's stuff I know how to do, and it's technology again, and uh, and so it'll be wonderful. Because again, we can do it for a very very small portion of what it would cost to have it custom done. And a lot of people, like I, the listeners out there, they need to know that that there's local small businesses or local businesses in our community that can help other businesses, and doesn't have to cost you arm and leg. Right. And you got the local support. You're not calling India or wherever, right. getting Bob on the line. And, and that's really key to what we're promoting and what we're doing here on, on the show. And that, that's what I really enjoy about, you know, what you're doing, what Nancy's yeah. doing and everybody else is that being local, being, being able to support your local community. Yeah. Not saying that you can't go outside of it, but, but being here is, is a big thing. Well, the relationships are here, and they can be built anywhere. You and I had a Zoom meeting, so we were able to, to, to accomplish that. And, and I do with, work with people all over the country, but there is a, um, there's something nice about working local. I mean, it just, it's your community, and uh, you get to know all the people and everybody, you know, the referrals that come and all that is just, it, it's amazing. And, uh, and, and as far as calling for help, one of the pieces that we offer is scheduling. And so there's all kinds of scheduling programs out there, Calendly and Schedule Once and all that. And they say, my customers at least say, I love the fact that I can text you or call you and you go, oh, yeah, and then within five minutes you got it fixed, as opposed to sitting on hold somewhere. And, and I said, well, that's the benefit is you've got people right here. And, uh, and so th that is a big plus. That is. That is. That's all part of local and supporting local. Yep. All right, so let's go back into the time machine and the start of your business or career. What advice would you give your younger self? Be more patient. More patient, okay. This is a relationship business. Any small business is a relate any business, but particularly small business is a relationship business. And you can't just like force your way in and try to sell everybody that you meet. And it's, it's about building relationships. And from that, business will eventually come. And you don't have to push and bug and pester people. A lot of it is just showing up, showing up to the networking events, showing up to um, community events, all that, and, and being visible that way. It, it, it does take a little longer than you think it's going to. Relationships take time. Yeah. If you just want to turn and burn tr transactions, yep. I know people that have done that, and they've run out of people to do that with. Yep. And I've seen it happen over and over again. And that's part of why I do what I do is building relationships. Yeah. Uh, with this business or with the real estate business, with Home Solutions, it's about building relationships, and it takes time. It does take time, and you just, you have to build that into the process. You know, um, I run a, um, a women's uh, Facebook group. It's, it's, we've only, like two and a half months we, we started it. We're up to 600 women already, 600 women Wisconsin business owners. So it's all over Wisconsin. And Every once in a while, I get somebody say, boy, you know, I started my business two months ago, and I don't have a whole lot of clients yet and everything. And it's just like, just be patient. Keep doing the right stuff. It will come. It will come. It just will. You have to trust 
the process. And, uh, and from the relationships comes the referrals and the networking and all the good stuff that, that people can confidently say, talk to Nancy Lucchese about a, a, an app because I know she does She's the take work. Care of you. Yeah. yeah, she is going to make sure that it works. She's going to make sure it's, it gets your results. And that's that confidence that comes across when you are referring other people. Most of my business now is coming from number one, networking, and number two, referrals. I don't do any marketing other than networking. It's relationships. That's where everybody would like to be. <laughs> yeah. And they're just not patient enough to get there. So I see where the patience comes in. Yep, yep. So it wasn't the first six months. <laughs> no, no. Everybody thinks it is. Oh, she's an yeah. automatic six success. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they always think, all you do is golf and lunch. And yeah, we do lunch a lot because it's networking. <laughs> and I could golf more, but I'm not very good at it. But yeah. <laughs> As an expert in your field, what are like three to five things that a client or a potential client should know about you and your services? Oh, that's a great question. Well, number one, that, that I work with them. I don't sell them a a software program. So many software programs, if left to your own devices, you'll sign up and you'll kind of forget about it. What we do is take you through uh, a onboarding process where together we're going through and setting up each and every piece of that software so that it works for your business. We brand it with your colors, with your uh, logo. We uh, help you write uh, the different pieces that need to come and play. Um, the biggest thing that happens with this system is that people, business owners, have to sit down and really figure out what is it that I'm offering, because the scheduling piece, you're you're able to to build out different types of appointments that you can have with somebody, and so it causes business owners to really think about well, what is the first appointment I have with someone? What is the second appointment? What is the process I take someone through? from meeting them to having them become a customer. And then once they're a customer, what is that process that happens that way? Because there's a lot of appointments that happen, whether on Zoom or phone or, or, or in person, there's, there's pieces that have to happen along the way. And we help them think that through and really build a system to the way they're doing things. Um, I'm very system oriented because if you can develop a system, you can translate it to other people so that if you do bring on other people it's easier to train them in a system than say well you know good luck <laughs> go for it <laughs> i remember that was back in the day with sales training it's like okay you're ready go for it go for it here's some brochures here's brochures some phone numbers yeah. have fun yeah and that's what i think of in this business same thing we had with the first business and the reason we were able to sell it is because um we had it systematized to the point where somebody could say okay with you out of it what have I got? And we've got all these systems and customers in place and everything, so that was easy to have happen. When I started this business, my goal is to sell it in 10 years. Um, may or may not sell it in 10 years, but I want to have it ready to sell in 10 years where, again, there would be systems in place and customers in place and a certain amount of revenue coming in every month so that we could easily sell it, and that would be... Nice, nice. <laughs> and then move on to the next thing. <laughs> Here you go. go move on to the next one. Which I have not any idea what that'll sell. I'm sure you'll come up with something. That, <laughs> I, I, we used to do this in the Army, and it was our SOP, Standard Operating Procedure. Yeah. And that's how a lot of the things that I do and I brought back with me outside the Army. I was a sergeant, and it was so easy to find out in the Army what you had to do. They had field manuals, how to make your bed, how to fold your clothes, right. how to tie your shoes, 
I mean, they broke it down to the most simplest things and anything. You, they, had a field, they had a field manual for that. So I was like, <laughs> and it comes back to that. And it's so key. It's like, wow. and I use those, those, those concepts and those principles when I help people buy and sell houses in a real estate. Yeah. I'm going even through this process of, you know, going everything down. It, it makes things so much easier. Because yeah. without that, you're, you're, you're. Well, you're kind of flying blind, but then the customer's also flying blind. Yeah. They like to know what's coming and what's going to happen. And yeah. So yeah, I, I hadn't been, I hadn't realized that before. I, I learned that from Michael Gerber's uh, EMIT. 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 Yes. It's been around forever. I read it all the time still because it's the exact concept. It goes way back farther now that I understand your background and how it all fits in. I'd also heard that about flying an airplane. That they got that checklist. Kind of thing. Yeah. Regardless of how boring it is, and you say the same things or do the same things over and over again, pilots have the checklist. Yeah. Everything that, and you want them to go through that because you don't want to fly. Right, exactly. Yeah. And the first part of starting a business is you don't know what those systems are yet. You're having to build them and develop them along the way. So that is... Um, that's probably the most challenging part is I am a systems person. So when you start with no systems whatsoever, it's very unnerving. And now you're in half into it. I've got quite a bit systematized, but quite a bit still isn't. And there's still work to be done in that area. All right. Let's go back in the time machine again. Take me back to a time you said, wow, I'm really making a difference, either in your business oh. or personal life. Now, what was that oh, welfare, that aha moment? That's um, personal life. It's kids watching them turn into uh, great human beings. Right now, they're all fully employed for the summer. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, they're, I'm very proud of them. They're, uh, they're very independent. Um, and then as far as business, when, when I get a, a text in the morning that says, I can't tell you how much I love it when I wake up and I've got three appointments that got booked overnight, or like on our Facebook page, the, the, the group I run, on Fridays we have a day where you talk about another female business owner and what they've done for you or how they've impacted your life. And people will talk about how I've changed their business. And, you know, those are the things that just jazz you because that's, that's what makes you get up and get, you get out there and do it again and get the referrals. And to know that, that I've helped them run their business more efficiently, that is, it's really cool because I got all this crap up in my head that... I know how to do certain things. I don't know how to do everything, but I, there's certain things I know how to do. And if that can help somebody else. If you could give the advice to someone just getting started out, either in, your, in a business similar to yours or in business at all, what nuggets would you share with them? Probably the thing that has made the biggest difference, and it's scary, is getting out and networking. Getting out there with people and going to events where you aren't necessarily going to know anybody. You have to go up and start making small talk. Do your 30-second commercial. Yeah, which I'm still perfecting. It, it's hard to get into that habit, but it has been the thing that has absolutely transformed me in many ways, but also my business. Now I do it a lot, and one of the reasons that, that we have the uh, Wisconsin Facebook group, the Women's Business Owners, is that there's a lot of us out there that are afraid to take that step. So we encourage them to network online. And then, like today, today's Wednesday, so it's Share Your Event Day. So I'll probably get 10 to 15 different events coming up where women will say, hey, I'm going to this one, you want to go with me? Or we're having this, I invite you all to come. And it's more about, uh, actually, I was at a, a networking event yesterday, and I talked about the group. And three ladies go, oh, my God, that's you. So we had 
we had gotten people to come to a real event and it, it just, to me, that was so exciting because it is scary and you, it's so much easier if somebody says, will you go with me? Or it, it, there's it, five of us are going to be there. Here's yeah. the five. Come up and say hi to any one of us. Right. We were just, we had a table at the BizTimes Expo. And so I had people coming up and introducing themselves saying, I'm a part of your group. And, you know, it was so great that you invited us. And that, that's huge for me. It makes it easier for them to get involved. Yeah. It really does. I, I, I struggle with that too, going back. And I look back at where I was doing really well. Yeah. And I was doing the most networking. And then when I wasn't, some reason I dropped off and now there's just this past year for the last four or five months networking getting in front of different groups and doing different events yeah. it's incredible what it does and again it's just building those friendships and relationships along the way that is just going to help you grow yeah. and you just make that connection with and more we're and more all people. in the same boat and it's so nice that when you get out there the majority of people that are out there they want to help you yeah yeah and that's the crazy thing about it. Even if, like, I've seen even people in the same industry trying to help each other out. And there's really not that, like, bickering com or competition or what people think they are. Yeah. And I, I've heard of this in the past. It was like, well, that chamber or that, they all, they got these kind of niches like that. Like, there's only a niche if you make it a niche. Yeah. You've got to get involved. Yeah. And it's, it, it is hard. And it, it, breaking into it, it is challenging. But you're right. I have seen so many times where um, it's an abundance thinking. So there's a bunch of insurance people or a bunch of real estate people, and some will go, well, there's already too many real estate people. And then there's other ones that will go, hey, we put this, this group together, just us real estate people. We're talking about ideas and ways that we can get out there and how we could share. And that's a, an abundance mentality versus a closed mentality. And what opens up to you when you're thinking like that is absolutely amazing. Um, you just get goosebumps when you hear these stories about how – Photographers, there are so many photographers that I know that all help each other. And, you know, if one gets a gig and then all of a sudden can't make it, they call another one and then they, they all work together. There's no competition. And they all have different specialties. Some do babies, some do weddings, some do headshots. Uh, it, it is exciting when you start thinking that way. Don't worry about having to have it all. Spend more time figuring out how you can help people. So true, so yeah. true. What is the one thing right now that's got you most fired about, fired up, excited about the future? Well, I did just launch, share it with you too. It's called a free digital business card. And um, you go to cultivatingbizcards.com and you can sign up. It's free. You then get a, a, an email to get into the members area and you can build your own digital business card. And what a digital business card is, is, is the ability to text somebody all your contact information in a visual format. Um, if you upgrade, then we add scheduling to it. So if I were to send you mine, it says right on there, book an appointment with Melissa. You just click a button, you get right to my calendar and book an appointment with me. So that's, that's kind of cool because then we can bring that whole new technology, especially in networking. Like if I were to show you my phone, which I left in my car, I've got like... 15 or 20 of my customers and such that have the digital business cards. I have them saved on my home screen. So if somebody says, hey, you know, I'm really looking for somebody to do a new website, I pull up um, Lori Hybees. She's in charge of Keystone Click, and I text them her business card, and then they can book an appointment with her. I mean, it's cool. That is, <laughs> that is my technology did, did you hear thing that? talking again. Yep. <laughs> Cultivatingbizcards.com. Check it out. 
And that leads us right into the next question. What is the best way to connect with you? Handles, websites, social media. Uh, uh, I, it'll be posted on the other yeah. show in the show notes as well. Probably the best way is Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, at cultivatingsales.com. That's probably the best way. Okay. Check them out. Check her out. Check her out on the website and stuff like that. Here, we're going to get into some fun here with some rapid fire questions. Before we do that, you get to ask me one question, question that you want. Who is the most interesting person you've interviewed in the last three months? You know, put me in a spot and pick someone. <laughs> Too many things to think of right Who's your best bat? friend now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite child? Who's your favorite child? Oh, my. They're all favorites. They're, I love them all. Yeah. Wow. So maybe unique, something that you hadn't really learned about. I learned so much from each individual. So yeah. each one is like, every time I get someone on, I, I get their own story and I get their background. And, and the way through that, oh my goodness. I don't know. I don't have yeah. an answer for that it's one. It's a tough one. That's a tough one because like, <laughs> I like here I'm learning about the, the integrating of services and, yeah. and, and how you put everything together from someone before I was learning about mobile apps, which I was just totally excited about. And, yeah. And seeing what I can do from that, you know. I've talked with yeah, you got a great job. I, it's, it's like <laughs> you know, talking with everybody. It's I, I, yeah. I, I'm being the most interesting, and I'd have to go back. And, yeah. I mean, well, that's like when you're networking too. Who's the most fascinating, fascinating person you've person. networked with lately? Let me take a quick look. <laughs> I don't have a favorite. Okay. I love you all. <laughs> you're all great. You're all the best. But yeah, I mean, I, I that would be hard for me to yeah. pick out a certain one because it's like. Now, if I had a Tim Ferriss or someone like that on oh. there, that would be a no-brainer then, right? No, Maybe no, next year, <laughs> Next right? year, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's really cool because I get to learn, learn so much about the, the different businesses and the individuals behind yeah. the businesses. And that's the whole purpose of the show is not to just go, okay, talk about this and this is what I do. But now we get to do some rapid-fire questions. Uh, just a couple questions here out of my Tim Ferriss book. Oh. Tribe, or Tools of Titans. Wow, that's a big one. It's all Ooh. interviews. So this is like my oh, goal. <clears throat> wow. This is all his interviews transcribed from his podcast wow. for years. One of my goals is in a couple of years to do one of my own for local that's businesses. That's a great idea. So I'm stealing his questions out of the back of his book. If you need help with the technology, I actually have something that you will got do that. that. We'll or, turn it into, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know, <laughs> before I do too many, I got to start transcribing some of these. Oh, yeah. So, all right, let's see here. This is no right or wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say? Probably what I'm really passionate about right now because of the group, get out and network, meet people. Don't sit behind your desk. I'm a technology person. I could sit behind my computer for days on end and just eat pizza. So, yeah, particularly for a small business owner, you have to get out and meet get people. Get out there and meet people. Yeah. Don't sit in your office all day. What obsessions do you Okay, this is a weird one. I love playing solitaire. <laughs> love playing solitaire. And I've got an iPad, which literally she, does nothing she but... Just, she play. just said that you need to get out and meet people. Yeah. <laughs> and the favorite thing she does on the weekend play is play solitaire. solitaire. <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. My That's husband cool. will watch TV and I'm not necessarily interested in it, so then I sit there and play, play solitaire. solitaire. All right. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. So let's wrap this up. Any ask or request for the audience and any last party words? I guess it would be if you really are frustrated with your technology, give me a call. I mean, that's, that's what I do. Try to make it easier for you, automate things so that you can do what you love to do. That's what, that's what gets me excited. 
Very good, very good. Again, go to, uh, let's see, cultivatingbizcards.com to get your free digital business card. And also check out Melissa at Melissa at cultivatingsales.com. Thank you so much, Melissa, for being on the show today. Thank you. I look forward to having you on again at some point down the road. That'd be great. Awesome. Thank you.